Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to a, another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I'm so glad that you joined me on today. I'm really excited about this week's topic. Um, we've been talking a lot about being um, these last uh, few episodes, pretty much just about every episode in this season. And I really think that there is something to be said for this um theme that God has me, um, this vein that God has me in with this theme, uh, because I know that uh, we have to continue to show up and do the work. And it always starts with us. It always starts with reflecting and looking at ourselves. And if we are not truly doing that, we can't expect there to be growth and development and um, we can't expect to move any farther and really experience all of the things that God has for us. So it always uh, has to start with us being intentional about staying in a state of reflection, self-reflection, self-evaluation, always checking our heart, always checking our motives, always checking the people that are around us, how they're pouring into us, what they're feeding us. And then being mindful of how we are pouring into other people and what we're feeding them, that it is a mutually beneficial, reciprocal relationship. Um, And so we're going to continue in the vein of being as we talk about being fearless. Now, this is something that I know for myself, I have definitely had to um, be very intentional about working on. I've had to really talk to myself and even talk to other uh, people about being fearless. Um, You know, a lot of times if we're really honest, we are so wrapped up and concerned about what other people think, what other people will have to say about the things that we're doing and how we're doing them. And we feel that we need input and approval from people um, to feel a little more courageous or bold to to do things. Um, And I wanna be clear as the Holy Spirit is even speaking to me in this moment, you know, being absent in the fear or being fearless does not mean that we are absent from acknowledging God in a moment, acknowledging his wisdom, his instruction or his direction. But because we rest in the confidence of who God is in our lives, it it affords us that opportunity to be fearless. We can then walk into things in, in, in our God-given authority, in the power that he's given us and operate in excellence, do things that he has given us to do. We can do them well. We can do them to where he's glorified, that his people um, continue to grow and, and be edified in a way that it causes them to go out and, and sow seeds, plant seeds, water seeds, because God ultimately gets the increase from it. But that comes from resting in a confidence that God has not given us the, the, the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
And so I want to talk today about being fearless and how we get to a place that we are just so fearful that we question everything in a way that causes us to not move forward or go for uh, something that we start to excuse and justify and say that it's out of our reach, it's out of our realm of possibility. We're not smart enough. We're not good enough. We're not qualified. We don't uh, have the proper connections. How do we get to that place that we're so fearful? Um, and so one thing that I thought about, um, and even as I'm thinking and looking at my, looking at my notes, um, we were create, created in fear. We were birthed in fear. Or we were raised in fear. I have often heard it be said that, you know, even when we're in our mother's womb, the the stress, the situations that many of us have probably oftentimes found ourselves in when it comes to, um, you know, learning more about our parents and relationships and our mother, you know, even when we talk about babies that um, are born to mothers that have had addictions, you know, we marinate in that. The generational curses, the arguments and disagreements. the abuse to the body. So when we come out, that's already in our DNA. It's already been passed on to us. It was, it's, it's a part of the lineage. And so now here it is, here we are. And there it is. The next thing that God shared with me is that we don't want to risk being embarrassed. If we take the risk and it fails, then we worry about what people are going to think, what people are going to say. They're going to talk about us. You shouldn't have done that anyway. We know how the naysayers are. We have been taught not to take chances, to dream big, to step out of the status quo. Safe has always been best. But some of the the greatest things were not created or invented because people made the decision to just play it safe. Go to school and become a teacher because you'll always have a career or become a lawyer or become a doctor. That's safe. And while those careers have great impact and we can do great things through those things, is it really speaking to who we are and what God created us to be? 
Does it teach us to be fearless or does it teach us to be safe? We stay in relationships even though there's no two becoming one. There's no real fruit in the marriage, but because we've gotten accustomed to a certain lifestyle that we don't walk away. Because we're comfortable knowing that the bills are paid and I really don't have to want for anything, I stay in this relationship because it's safe. Because all of my needs are being met because I've put all of my trust in that person. But what happens is that you taint the fruit because you're fearful. You're fearful to be on your own. You don't know how this will turn out. And I know it was for me when I first, you know, began the process of going through a divorce. I didn't know how I would take care of things, just everything by myself. It wasn't that I didn't know how to pay bills and that type of thing, but you don't think about things like when it comes to your car or getting things fixed around the house. You're fearful. Because there's just some things, if you're honest, you just don't have to worry about. Because that's what you have a, a, a partner for, what you have a spouse for. So we walk around in this fear and misery. Fear ultimately leads to misery. That's good, God. So then it always becomes the thing that you talk about. You operate from that place. You talk from that place. And then we know, of course, misery loves company. Fear really exposes a lot in a person. What I've come to discover when it comes to fear, it either makes the person draw back, it causes them to water themselves down, it causes them to dim their light, or they're very arrogant, they're very aggressive, they... will cut you off because they are going to be right, whether you like it or not. Um, They're never wrong. And it's fear. There's There's an ego and a bravado and an attitude that they are covering that fear up with that nastiness. And really, you're just a broken person, a hurt person, a fearful person, a person that's been hurt, a person that's been disappointed, a person that's been devastated, a person that's been let down, a person that's been lied on, a person that's been talked about. And so we covered up with all of that instead of addressing the wound. And the wound will not go away until it is dealt with. So we always operate from that place of fear. We think it's really, really small, 
but it grows. It gets bigger and bigger and it consumes more of us. It's, it's like a, a disease spreading through your body. It may start in one spot, but it travels. It'll begin to travel. That's a great example, God. It'll travel throughout our body, throughout our bloodstream until it poisons us or kills us. And then we never walk in purpose. We can never really help anybody. We can never really be of a positive influence over anyone. We can't be a blessing because we are damaged and we're hurt. And if we're not careful, we will bleed on those that we are supposed to be leading and guiding and influencing. And so now we're poisoning them. We're tainting them. We're infecting them. We're negatively affecting them. And it's all fear-based. And not based on faith, trust in God, dependence, total dependence and total surrender on on the one who created us. Fear exposes a lot. And so now we have to get into a, a space into a position, into a heart posture that we fight, that we stand up to fear. And we say, no, we're going to walk on water. I'm going to trust God even if the situation never gets better. I still trust him. I still believe him. I still have faith in him. I know that he will meet every need. I know that he will be on time. I know that he will provide. I know that he will protect. I know that he will shield me. I know that he will hide me. I know that he will love me and provide me peace. I know that I can still find my joy in him. How do we now make that shift? How do we now begin that transition? And it's with our faith. It's with the confession of our mouth. And it's not just talking about it, but it's actively participating. It's actively doing. And so now we begin the shift with our transformative thought for this week. I decree a spirit of fearlessness to step into all things new that God has for me. I decree a spirit of fearlessness to step into all things new that God has for me. John 16 and 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, you have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. 
my victory abiding. That's the amplified version. And I absolutely love that. I love how when you read the word, God is letting you know there are going to be these things that happen. But guess what? I have overcome the world. It is still well. You are still victorious. There will be tribulation. There will be distress. There will be suffering. But be courageous. Because I have overcome the world. It never changes. These things are going to happen. But he has overcome the world. So now we go into these transformative truths. We take that transformative thought that we go from being fear, fearful to being fearless. To walking in a fearlessness that we step into all of the new things that God has for us. We walk into Um, a season of our lives into a space and a place into a realm to where God is blowing our minds. We're experiencing things, even though there may still be things that we have seasons of suffering. We may still walk through um, some desert in our life, but that we uh, walk in the desert in the confidence of knowing that God is with us. We're still fearless. We're still ferocious. We're still courageous. We're still walking in boldness. We're still walking in our God-given authority. These are the transformative truths that we walk in. And here's the first thing. Fear is not real. Fear is something that is simply in our minds. This is what the Holy Spirit said. He said, the more we roll it over in our minds, the more we talk about it, the more we stew over it, the more real it becomes, the more impossible it becomes to see a way out of a situation because we talk ourselves into the hole. So it's like for every negative thought that we have, you might as well imagine a shovel in your hand and and you're just you're just heaping dirt on yourself. Every time we have a negative thought, every time we say a negative word, every time that we say I can't, every time that we say God, I just don't see how. Every time we say I don't understand, you're just heaping another another shovel full of dirt on yourself. So guess what? The deeper you get, the darker it becomes. So here's the solution. Stop talking about it. Stop giving it so much weight. Stop stop um, making it so big and so large. Stop making it seem like it's so impossible. Stop speaking so negatively about yourself. And what you can't do. Stop worrying about other people and what they think and what they have to say. Stop stop giving the opinions of others so much weight. Stop giving it so much place in your life. Because those people are not P-R-A-Y 
I-N-G for you. They're probably P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. They see the weakness. That's the spirit on the inside of them. That's the spirit of the enemy that's looking at that weakness and they'll try to monopolize on that. They'll try to make that thing big. And it's their jealousy. It's their insecurity. They don't want to see you succeed. They see the gift on in your life. They see the anointing on your life. And they're bothered by it. So they will do whatever they can do to try to kill that in you. To snuff it out. So that you don't pursue. That you don't persist. That you don't persevere. We give fear too much credit we give it too much place we give it too much power too much presence in our life too much weight we give it far too much attention it can become a heavy weight that is tied to us and it keeps us from God's very best and at some point we have to make a decision that we've got to break the back of the spirit of fear. When we are very intentional and insistent on confronting our fear, it begins to lose power and you'll be able to walk in your freedom. The next thing is that We have to make sure that we understand that fear keeps us from our destiny and it keeps us from God's very best for us. It keeps us from trying. It keeps us from being adventurous, trying new things, walking through other doors, taking advantage of opportunities, all because we're fearful, all because we're worried that will fail all because we're worried about what our friends will think fear keeps us from a lot of potentially great things and there's a difference between fear and exercising wisdom and discretion And we have to know the difference and we have to know when God is speaking to us and when we are speaking to ourselves. When we're overriding what God is saying, go for, versus our fear speaking and saying, I can't do that. That's not God. So we have to be very, very mindful of the difference in the two and the only way that we will know the difference is that we quiet ourselves in the presence of God and let him speak to us when it concerns things and then you will know undeniably that it is God speaking to you because you will be able to walk into it it will be seamless it will be uh, effortless there will be some work that you have to do but as you do the work that you will know that God is pleased And that he will make the path easier for us to walk. 
We have to be mindful of the fact that we know that fear lies. It kills, it destroys, it intimidates, it deceives, it blinds us. When used in a negative way. But for some people, fear drives them. Fear motivates them. It causes them to be focused, very hyper-focused. It causes them to be real determined. Fear for some people fuels them. It, 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 it inspires them and motivates them to do things that they would normally do. It may help them to overcome a fear of, of public speaking of taking chances and doing something really amazing. Some people, it gives them very clear vision. And what they find is ultimately they succeed. They find great success because they use the fear as fuel. They took what the naysayers said and it drove them to pursue and to do the hard work, to do the healing work, to do the transformative work, to really invest and hone on, hone in on their skills, get really good at it, to perfect that thing. They stayed dedicated, they stayed focused, they stayed committed, they were consistent and they found great success. What that person may have meant for harm to discourage them and defeat them, God used it for their good and they became successful, they thrived. How are you allowing fear to show up in your life? Are you letting it be something that kills the dreams that God put on the inside of you? Are you allowing it to be the fuel that propels you into your future? What I have discovered when it comes to being fearless, the fearlessness reveals how strong you are. Fearlessness reveals how much you trust God. And fearlessness reveals how strongly you desire to be healed in spite of what your mother says you seek your healing you seek your transformation you scratch the surface and dig deep into things that even though it may cause you pain, even though may, some people may not even want you to touch it because they know that now it's something that they have to face and it's something that may cause them pain, you do it anyway. You do it afraid. You do it in spite of what people say you shouldn't do. You do it in spite of uh, the opinions of others and what they think you should do or how you should do it. You do it the way that God has told you to do it because you know that that is going to break the back of the enemy, that it is going to break the generational curse, that it is going to loose the shackles, that it is going to deliver, that it is going to set free, that you are no longer going to be under the bondage of the secrets that have made 
the generations of your family sick, that it is killed, that it is destroyed, that it is poisoned, that it is polluted, that it is damaged others, but it will not cause damage to you and it will not cause damage to those that come behind you because you are walking in a spirit of boldness, of ferociousness, of fearlessness. You've made that decision. Embrace the fear. Don't run from it, but run to it. Joyce Meyer says, do it afraid. Do it knowing that God is is with you, that all of heaven is backing you. We must learn to take dominion and authority and speak with that. And we speak with that authority to that fear. We tell it it has no power. It has no place. But that we walk in victory. that we walk in the confidence of knowing that God is always with us and that this fight is fixed and it is finished. Finally, I just want to leave you with this. We need to know that it's time to face our fears. We can't allow it to be something that continues to poison us and poison others that trust us, that we have influence with, that we inspire. Fear is not a fact. It's false. Acknowledge it. Sit with it, but then move on. Find the things that may trigger you and the things that that you know that will help you to snap back when that fear tries to creep in, when that that fear tries to seep in under the door, when it tries to seep into your thoughts, when it tries to overtake the canvas of your imagination. Find those things that may trigger that fear, deal with it, acknowledge it, and then move on. Nope, not today. I acknowledge you and I see you, but I give you no power. You have no dominion. You have no authority in the name of Jesus. We move fearlessly. We move ferociously. We walk heavy. We walk unapologetically. We walk in um, the grace that God has given us. Amen. Fear has no power unless you give it power. Fear has no authority unless you give it authority. Fear has no place unless you give it place or presence. Father, we thank you that you cause us to know that we no longer have to walk under the bondage of fear. We break the back of the enemy. We speak to the fear and say it has no power. 
it has no authority. We thank you, God, that even in your word, you remind us that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We thank you for everything that the enemy tries to bring up. God, we thank you that you give us weapons, that you give us wisdom that we can be confident, that we can be undaunted and filled with joy, knowing that you have overcome the world in spite of the fact that we will experience trials and tribulations. We thank you, God, that you have overcome the world, that fear no longer is our portion, but faith is what we walk in. Faith is what we stand on. Faith is what we stand in. Faith is what we walk on the water, Father, keeping our eyes ever so focused on you, Father. We are hypersensitive. We are hyper aware. We are hyper focused because we have faith because we have your grace, because we experience your mercy, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that you now cause us to walk in fearlessness, that we walk in boldness. God, we thank you that we see you in ourselves, that we see ourselves in you. It is your reflection in the mirror because it is your very DNA that is on the inside of us. And God, we are forever grateful. We are forever giving you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name, we say amen, amen, and amen. I thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach B. I hope that you will join me next week for another brand new episode. I'm excited for this season and all that God is revealing. I hope that you will continue to walk on this journey with me because I am walking with you. I'm discovering new things about myself each and every day, each and every week that we um, come together on this podcast. I am excited about what God is revealing to me and through me and affording me the opportunity to share it with you all. What a privilege, what an honor and what a great joy. Keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.